0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 152 and we've got a really good one today here on the In Squash uh, podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Gibson. James Willstrup on the podcast today and uh, I was just uh, was a little bit nervous uh, heading into this one. Obviously, it's James. And I've never spoken to him before. Uh, one of my favorite players. Uh, I think I can say that for many, many uh, of us out there in the squash community. But uh, former uh, world number one British uh, national champion three times over and uh, reigning British national champion Commonwealth Games gold medal we could spend an hour or two just talking about all his accomplishments uh, let alone uh, the conversation that I had but the conversation we had today was absolutely amazing it's one of my favourites on the podcast probably uh, definitely actually in the top five of my favorites and uh, firstly I just want to give a shout out to uh, Squash Player Magazine's uh, Mike Dale for helping uh, set this up. Mike uh, knows James and uh, helped set it up for me so th- thanks Mike and uh, man it couldn't have gone uh, any better. We talk about so many different things uh, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask James about was his uh, his temperament and the influence of his father uh, in terms of that. Uh, we get to talking about his career, his book which uh, I highly recommend uh, Shot and the Ghost I read that uh, right back when it was released and uh, I think it still uh, holds the test of time uh, very well written Not only, I mean it's not just a great squash uh, read but it's a great read and uh, James talks about that and how when it was written he uh, it was written at the time uh, in his career where maybe he wasn't uh, in his happy place maybe I'm, I'm not sure uh, I think that's sort of what what I got from talking to him but you can be the judge of that uh, but we do talk quite a bit about that we talk about his career obviously his influences as a player uh, growing up how he uh, developed his game uh, who helped him along with that uh, we talk a little bit about the the COVID situation uh, he gives a testimonial uh, to Rene Elwalili as well and so much more uh, James Wilstrup uh, awesome uh, conversation with James now um, I hope all of you are getting out on the squash court. I managed to get out again uh, yesterday. Uh, if you haven't, uh, just hang in there hopefully soon. Uh, the signs are starting to uh, point towards more clubs opening up, so uh, hopefully that happens. Now, uh, given that, I uh, just want to talk to you about our sponsor, uh, Active Scout. Uh, Active Scout is working its way on towards building uh, something that will help clubs grow and expand their membership base. Now, in the next few weeks, uh, here on the podcast, we're going to have Rob Eberhardt of Active Scout, and he's going to tell us uh, his thoughts on how clubs might retain and then build upon their membership. I'm excited to download uh, Active Scout uh, app myself and review it for you and see how the app simplifies uh, the membership onboarding process. If you've heard me talk about uh, the app prior to each of my podcasts, uh, but hold off... Downloading anything yet uh, until I give you the full tour and the exclusive review. They're just going through a few little uh, things, and uh, s- uh, sooner than later, it uh, should be up and running. So, here and only here on the InSquash podcast, uh, we'll have the full review of it. So, stay tuned uh, for that. Now, if you're looking for more information about Active Scout, feel free to visit their website at www.activescout.com. That's Active Scout without the E. And without uh, further ado, let's get into it here. Episode 152 with the one and only James Wilstro. So yeah, so again, uh, thanks a lot for for agreeing to come on. And um, yeah, before we uh, get into this, just want to know, you know, hopefully uh, everything with you and your family uh, is okay in in these uh, challenging times. I know in the UK, it's been particularly uh, challenging
1: yeah uh, no we're fine thank you very much for asking yeah we're fine <laughs> a lot better than most people. a lot of people anyway i'm sure but yeah, yeah. Not, no problems here um and yourself yeah
0: yeah we're i mean today actually uh just got my first uh squash game in in about three months i guess since it all oh. went down so yeah i played today they opened the courts yesterday so okay. uh, yeah that, i was pumped for that and uh, it was a lot of fun we did um some distancing stuff you know like a boast drive routine yeah, yeah. drive and we yeah. put some targets yeah. on the court and uh uh yeah it was uh, it was really good it was really fun and uh hopefully uh you'll get back on the court soon james that uh uh they they did come out i guess last week with an announcement that still all indoor uh sporting facilities in the uk aren't uh you know aren't going to open is that uh, what? basically what's happening right
1: now yeah as far as I'm aware there's nothing it's yeah I don't think there's a date um for sports facilities um I'm not for to be honest I'm not following it that closely but uh so I don't know what the completely up-to-date thing is but yes I'm pretty sure sports facilities are not there yet um the I think the cinemas are opening soon um okay but we've had a big. I don't know what's. I think. Yeah, I don't know what's going on where you are. But we've we've had a, one of our cities has been locked down again. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know whether that's happened to you. But.
0: in Abu, D- Abu Dhabi, they've taken some extreme measures. Uh, yeah. So they they yeah. you know they kind of have a border. You know, getting yeah. into the city, so you've got to have your, your your negative COVID test with you before you can, get right. in and, and things like that. Okay. So uh, and that's how, like,
1: how long have you lived in Abu Dhabi?
0: Uh, I live actually. I live just outside of Dubai, but I've uh, been okay. here since 2007, so right. it's counting uh, quite a few years. My kids were quite young men, and now they're ones in university and ones about ready to leave as well. So uh, time flies.
1: And have you enjoyed it living out there?
0: Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, it took a while because I, I was in Korea before I came here, and I really loved uh, Seoul. Uh, I don't know if you've been to that part of the world. And you've been around the world, no doubt, but uh, don't know if you've been to Korea to play because they haven't had a big uh, no, men's yeah. event over there. They've had women's events, but
1: uh, yeah, you know, I loved
0: it there. So that was a, it was a really tough call to come here, but uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, it's a great, yeah. it's, a, it's a safe, it's actually safe. Uh, uh, kind of protective uh, of you know kids you've got if you especially if you have girls uh you know they're over, overly protective of, of, of uh, the female population here which for me you know uh, for, as a parent that's a good thing in, in some ways because yeah. my daughter went back to Canada uh, a few years ago and she was exposed to all, all sorts of uh, craziness uh, yeah in high school yeah. so, <laughs> so uh, okay but uh, yeah. yeah it's been great um Obviously, you've been uh, over here. I guess the Super Series would have had been here for three years,
1: right? Um, uh, in, in Dubai. Dubai. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I played one of them, didn't I? Yeah, you played weren't here.
0: Uh, I got a media pass uh, for one of them <laughs> uh, for my right. first uh, uh, when my podcast first started. So, but uh, that was the last time it was here yeah and um yeah. i mean it was just crazy because it was in the middle of uh, summer and it was i mean yeah. right now it's so hot you wouldn't believe how hot uh, i'm sure you, yeah. you you might know how hot it is but uh yeah no the, the golf it. club and yeah. the air conditioning obviously works quite well here so <laughs>
1: <laughs> that tends to be the case uh, in those in middle east places you know yeah. doha is one of the coldest places i play in We've, we play yeah. in um which is crazy because every, every everyone says when you come back from there what is it how is it playing in the heat? Well, <laughs> the heat is only outside. Re- You've to put. Um, it's kind of famous for. You know, you sit in that in that arena in Qatar for too long, and you, you just freeze to death. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, because the air conditioning is such a big big feature. I guess it has to be. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've, I've 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 been to to the Middle East in sort of July several times, July June, and it's uh, something else for heat, isn't it?
0: That oh, is yeah. yeah. I mean, I played. Uh, I played golf last night, but you've got to um, you've got to start your rounds very either very very early or uh, as it was yeah. last night, around four, and it was wonderful yeah. actually. It was I mean relatively nice. Uh, it was quite yeah. <laughs> quite yeah. nice, but um, still hot, still, still hot. Though, yeah, 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 still hot. Yeah. So uh, just uh, in terms of your own squash, I, guess, I mean, you you obviously you're not uh, playing per se, but uh, I, you know have you been trying to keep yourself uh, relatively fit and maybe ready to hit the ground running uh, if the tour, when, if, and when the tour starts up again?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm just addicted to, to being fit anyway. Um, You know, I just, I just adore exercise and, and I'm forever waking up very grateful that I have, have have the ability to exercise. And I know everyone doesn't have that. Uh, luck and, and fortune and um, and so so I you know I, I'm just grateful that I do so I, I keep doing it and obviously it's geared towards being a squash player and yeah. you know I'm doing specific stuff to squash but obviously the last you know two or three months it's it's allowed us to be a bit less specific and have a bit more rest and not necessarily have a bit more rest but just do do different things I think and tr- train in slightly different ways and um I think I'm sure everyone p- who loves exercise has probably mm. ventured a little bit into different things um, yeah. obviously facilities are closed so there's no squash there's no racket sports so it's it, it's been about it's been a lovely time for just trying new things I think and um yeah, yeah I love being fit so exercise is part of my my daily routine and it would be whether I was a squash player or not and um you know it, it's just the matter of yeah who knows what what in my situation what 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 the future in squash will will, will bring um because I've, you just don't know do you and uh, i can't take anything for granted at the level i'm at and um, so i just have to tick over and and be happy that my body is okay mm. which it is oh, at the good. moment and respect that. And if, if it tells me otherwise, then I will I will listen to that, and, and and I'll have to think about what what's happening and in relation to when the tour starts, if it ever starts again. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 certainly training with an eye to be playing squash again. Um, I would absolutely love to do that. But uh, we can't. Not none of us can take anything for granted and just just tick over really. And um, yeah. use the time as best you can like a lot of people have, have done i think or have had to do
0: yeah absolutely yeah. i mean having this podcast i've had the luxury of speaking to quite a few people and hearing mm. quite a few stories about you know what this person or that person are doing uh, yeah uh, in terms of their training and uh, you know I've, selfishly i've uh, tweaked my own training based on on that <laughs> intel. so i did yeah, one then. this morning I, I woke up before work it was 6 a.m or so and i did uh, like I had six circuits, five minutes um, per circuit, and three exercises in it. So you'd go for five minutes, and it was like uh, abs, push-ups, skipping, as you know, as hard as you can, eighty uh, percent maybe, nine percent for five minutes, and then a minute rest, and do. Uh, I did six reps of that, and I felt you know that that was kind of a replic kind of replicated a little bit in terms of. Mm. Uh, you know the like the, the quality that you need in in a hard squash match.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I think it, you know, you, you use you use. The, there are so many different ways to train, aren't there? And, and you know, I've been training uh, for squash for thirty years, 20, 20 odd years, and um, it's been a time to look at other. Look at what other athletes are doing. Look at the millions and billions of workouts that people are posting yeah, online, yeah. and, and just <laughs> try and see if any of it works for you, and try them. And yeah, you know, I did an interview yesterday, and I was talking about how I did some dance dance stuff, and um, oh, yeah. because you know why not? You know Why why do I just have to train the same all the time? It's not it's not good for the mind. I have to change things up. I've been doing the same. You know, I'm playing there's a lot of repetition involved in becoming a world world class squash player. So the, the the if if I can if I can break up that repetition, that has to be healthy for the mind. And then also for the muscles, it it's it's a it's a different stimulus as well for them. So I think the body appreciates you asking different things of it, maybe. And I think I, I just I just think oh, what what a great learning thing and why didn't I, you know, do it before, really? Why didn't I um you know, not that I've not that I've stuck to the same stuff all the time. You know, I've I've been pretty various in what I've done over the years. But I think you know, why didn't I just spend a week doing some dance, or why didn't I go and I don't know? Just you, you, you sort of as you're older, you're seeing the, the sort of wealth of opportunity. And I suppose technology's given us that because you can just go on a on a YouTube thing now, and you can find whatever you want. If you want to do ballroom dancing, it'll be there, and you'll be able to learn it. Yeah, and there'll be a tutorial but yeah. that's such a great thing to be able to do as an athlete Um to just be able to click on something and say, right, how, you know, this is a new slant on, on movement. How can I, uh, how can I use it? Absolutely. Um, right. So it's a great, it's a great thing. And then the, obviously the players have been sending out their own stuff. And, you know, some of that is, is great to listen to as well. And, um, you know, their versions of their own workouts and things like that. So.
0: Yeah. I kind of tweaked a little bit of, um, your old nemesis, uh, Nick Matthew. He's got something up there every. Yeah, he's been doing
1: <laughs> a lot, hasn't he? Every yeah. day, yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, yeah. he's quite, you know, he's quite a quite a fit guy, and I, uh, you know, can't, can't really keep up with a lot of what he's doing at, at my age. But uh, no, I could
1: not I tried one. I was all over the place. nowhere near. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but one of one of the uh, one of the things that he does is the uh, the basketball jump shot. I don't know if you oh, saw right. that one.
1: Yeah, that, oh, yeah that's quite yeah,
0: think, good. That's quite yeah. good because I yeah. can't really do like full on lunging and stuff like that without okay. hurting my yeah. adductors and and, and yeah. But uh, that basketball yeah. uh, jump shot is uh, is something. Yeah, that, I mean, there's, I've there's
1: loads. You know, I've, I've, I must have learned you know dozens of new exercises just just because I was looking for them over the last few months. And that's it's great. It's great. I mean, we I've done we've done I've done so many million lunges in my life. I've got Jeez, to keep yeah. looking for different ways to lunge because otherwise it just gets. And um, you know it's a great exercise, but there are so many ways you can do lunge exercise and leg work. So it's great. Yeah, w- it's great I to listen to people that, like him, and you know, yeah. get get ideas about these things.
0: Absolutely, and Laura Massero also had a, had a, mm. a good one. Yeah, she and she's obviously yeah, she's in the same vein as, yeah. as Nick. Quite a quite a yeah. fit. Uh, Girl. yeah yeah it's yeah. great yeah yeah maybe they're yeah. not the people i should be following
1: well, they're us so <laughs> dedication aren't they and yeah. um you know that if you're tapping into what they have to offer um it's been it's been um formulated with with precision and knowledge and mm-hmm. you know they are you know absolute um sort of um, the height of squash knowledge, aren't they? What they've achieved and uh, the way they've gone about it and their dedication. So they're, they're not bad people to to listen to, I don't yeah,
0: think. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd like to listen to you though, because I'm about your height and I suffer um, uh, personally. <laughs> I'm not saying that you do, but I do. The movement's never been my strong point. What, I was fairly, mm. you know, I moved around the court reasonably well when I was young, but as yeah. I've gotten older, <laughs> uh i've i've been struggling but uh anyway enough about me this is more about having you you on the podcast uh james now you you've achieved so much in the game um it must be uh difficult to point to a, a halcyon those halcyon days that you maybe look back to and things but uh is there a period in in your uh in your career career where you might say you were at your Sort of at your best and enjoying your squash the most—is it now, or was it uh, uh, several years back when you were in the juniors? Or first well,
1: the being the sort of philosophical animal that I am, that that's that's <laughs> a rather you know probably quite a complex question for me to answer. But I think if, mm. and if you if you're going to use the word enjoy, I think the most enjoyable phases of my career have been and been latterly, and they certainly haven't been my my highest ranking. Uh, yeah. Phases, but that has become something that isn 't so i 'm not so hell bent on, um, which is a healthy thing really and mm-hmm. um you know i 'm not sort of putting down those years where I, I gave it everything and um, put put everything into my sport and uh, to become the world 's best i 'm um, not regretting that in any way, but it 's a certain it takes a certain toll it takes a a certain chunk out of you, i think. It did. It did me. I'm, I'm sure it did. Um, because you have to be absolutely relentless. Um, there's no. There's no um, halfway. Uh, you have to give it everything. You have to have a certain mentality, which at times often borders on, for me, when I reflect back on a bit of the unhealthy. So, I mean, the, for, in playing wise, I think at the end of 2011, when I became world number one, I had a great run of, I think, about three or four wins. Major wins, um, yeah. and it sort of culminated. I remember it sort of culminating when I played Rami in yeah, the, in, yeah. in the Virginia and just put this this sort of sublime performance together to, to, to beat someone who's just an absolute genius. Um, yeah. It was it was a very a very proud moment to be able to play against him in that way. Um, so I think in terms of playing, that was that was great. That period, I don't think I could really better that in terms of putting squash together consistently and it, and it that showed in being world number one and obviously that brings with it a lot of happiness and a lot of pleasure mm-hmm. but i think a few years later you realize that's not everything and um I've, I've enjoyed i think a lot of the experiences i've had you know after my operation after having hip surgery and becoming older and becoming a father and all this sort of thing it's uh, it's become an immense Pleasure and and yes. I've really found their enjoyment in being a squash player at the top level. I've I've, I've loved it, um, and yeah. I've I've been appreciative. I've been more appreciative of what my body gives me. I've been appreciative that I travel the world, and I've, I've appreciated the people that I've met. Which, when you're 26, I think yeah. I was I was in this sort of bubble of you know such extremity and you know at times moods and um, highs and lows and you you know I, you know i could have thought i was you know quite likely to avoid people and that sort of thing so mentally it's, it's a funny time funny world but yeah uh, you know it's uh, two different things i think the enjoyment i enjoyed a lot of a lot of it when i was at the top of the, the tree but um there were certain things that came with it that um you know don't always make it enjoyable because you, you're training yourself to the bone and yeah. You, 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 everything you don't get to enjoy the travel as much you're you just you're just trying to be the best you can and and um you know I, di- I didn't overdo it i always had a decent balance to my life which saved me and i had no pressure and i had my family was supportive and my dad and david were am- amazing coaches who often helped to kept me keep me very balanced but um i think when you have the mentality i had because this just held bent sort of i just want to be as good as i can be so desperately yeah. and well, that's the thing what, with you i mean um, i could never takes over a little
0: bit i could never see that you know because you don't really mm. when 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 i watch you play the temp, like i you know i mentioned to you in the email that i sent to you earlier your your temperament is just su- it's just such you know you're you're so calm out there like, i well, so i, I, I just want yeah. I was gonna ask you like later on, but I, I think it fits into right now, like the book you wrote, uh, and I forget when it was published, Shot in a Ghost. I mean, I really enjoyed that book because there was so much candor and it was really, oh, this, this is who he is. This, this, this is who he is. Thank right? you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You now, is, is that kind of, maybe what you were thinking at the time? I think this was right around when you were playing that great squash. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, the, uh, the book would be a very different book now um, I'm glad to say.
0: <laughs> but, well, no, I, you know, I, that show, I, think, I think that the book, of... you know, was, was fantastic. And, and I think well, the I, reviews I'm tell really... it all. Well, it it, it that, got but... great reviews. That's and...
1: no, very nice of you to say. I mean, it was, there was a bit of anger in there and I, I, I sounded, I got, you know, I can tell when I read little bits of it back to myself now, it's not all of it, you know, is, is pleasing to me. I'm not, I'm not happy with some of it and I would not be writing the way I was. Now, I'm I'm a You're bit in a more place. relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> the chip the the chip has come off my shoulder a bit, but that's where I was, and and yeah. um you know that's that's it. That's all I can say. I, I gave it as honestly as I could, and some of it sounded bad and arrogant, and some of it was honest, and some of it people will have liked and, and appreciated. But that's where it was, and you know there are probably people that I owe certain you know, I would retract some of the stuff even and, um, but that's, that's it, that's writing and that's, you're writing at the same time, at the time you're at and that's, that's what it is. But, um, yeah, that's, that was very typical of the time and that's where I was at 29, 28 years old and, um, I'm, I'm always forever grateful that I've been able to spend my life doing this game but when you, when you're driving to the top, you there's a, there's a certain amount of, of, of intensity that, that you have to be very careful doesn't go border over onto the unhealthy. And um, I think people always confuse this thing in squash. They always love, or, or tennis, they, and they always think the sort of McEnroes and the um, Jonathan Powers and the, the the those sorts of characters have more passion. They always say these people have more passion than than somebody like myself or, or uh, pete sampras or Bjorn borg or federer um and and that, that's never I, I just don't believe that i there's no way nobody can tell me i didn't have passion um but i kept it i kept it within me and that's that was the difference there was everything was boiling down inside and that's what people you know people, kids will ask me now how do you keep so calm well you know, I just um, there's no difference between me and you. I I have all the self doubt. I have all the nerves. I have everything that you have. I'm no. I'm just a human being, but I managed to contain them in a different way. And a lot of that was down to how I was taught. But that was all it was really. And I and, and it was it was all about how I, I appreciated people like that. I love. I appreciate Federer. You know, when I watch him play, I love that serenity, that calmness, the art- artistic nature of it. I love the fact that he just walks away and he doesn't get angry and he and I just love that. I think that's a fantastic thing in an athlete. And some people don't like that. Some people who fans of the game want to see Galtier, you know, screaming and shouting and but that's never ever going to be me. That's just not going to be me and that's not the way I was brought up and that's just not the way I want to play sport because I know it will affect me and it it won't help me when I'm on there but I probably feel the same things as as Greg well, no,
0: I or mean or I mean that that's I the beauty of when way. you two play. That's the that's that's what's so great about it. You've got such a clash of uh styles and personalities yeah. and uh, yeah. and neither one is better or more entertaining. I mean, I find you equally as equally entertaining the way you play the, as he plays. Uh well, That's
1: right. It's just different. No,
0: sir. Wow. I'm, I'm you know
1: I mean, it's it's all a matter of taste, isn't it? And, and you know, Greg is is absolutely is fant- fantastically energetic and interesting to watch when he when he starts. And I love that. I love you know, I'm I'm sat there with one of the fans, and some some of the stuff, you know, I'm just because I'm not like him doesn't mean I don't think it's great for the game, which it is. But it's just not it's not what it's not what I am. And people love him, and that's 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 exactly what you say. That's the contrast we need in sport. But it yeah. doesn't mean that the quiet. And I did write a chapter about this in the book. The quiet type, you know, I think it was, I sort of compared it strangely to Clint Eastwood. Um, you know, it's that quiet <laughs> yeah. sort of inner, inner sort of strength that that is there, but doesn't mean that because you're not showing it, you don't have a an inner sort of passion to achieve something. Um, so,
0: yeah. Well, you meant. I mean, you did mention McEnroe, and the McEnroe Borg rivalry was, uh, yeah, you know, captured that perfectly. I mean, they were both. Yeah. Uh, amazing players to watch, uh, not only in terms of their games, but in terms of their temperament. Uh Sure, McEnroe yeah. would blow up, and then and, <laughs> yeah, and, and Bork would just kind of go on and, and you know get on with it. But that was just as entertaining as McEnroe. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Now I was going to uh, uh, ask you later <clears throat> on, and and you mentioned it earlier. Uh, your father uh, Malcolm um had yeah. you know the extreme influence on your temperament as a player, not only yours, but you hear it from everyone that he's worked with, uh, just what a, you know, an extremely great coach that he's been to them. And uh, yeah. just in terms of, uh, you know, how that temper- temperament manifests itself in your game, how, how did he, um, how did it play out that way? Uh, like what, what sort of, like what would he do to impress that, uh, that upon you?
1: Um, pretty, pretty old-fashioned tactics, really. I mean, he was, a, um, <laughs> he was a, well, he is a very strongly opinionated um, disciplinarian of a, of a coach and a teacher. You know, he used to teach in, in schools um, um, when he was younger, moved into squash coaching. And his standards of behavior are just so high. Uh, I mean, he is, he's incredibly sensitive if someone if any player if he's watching squash and any player just sort of puts a step out of line he will see that and he doesn't like it and he'll come to me and i'll say oh it was nothing it was nothing but his standards are so so high and i'll always respect that i think it's i think he he's always just endorsed that way that's what he believes in his players must not come to him and misbehave if they do they 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 don't come on court with him so you know as soon as I was in those sessions with him as a young kid I was just like anyone else and if I misbehaved he'd send me off the court if I kept misbehaving he would ban me like he would ban everyone else you know everyone's had had the ban and uh, (laughs) he's just he you know it was old fashioned it's probably not very PC nowadays but um, he that's the way he does it if you don't like it off you go you know you don't you don't have to stick around you go and behave badly somewhere else but if you're under his um, wing you don't speak disrespectfully disrespectfully to a referee you don't argue you don't um swear and shout and bang rackets you respect you you look an opponent in the eye you keep calm and stay stay strong within yourself as much as you possibly can and if you just i mean if you don't toe those lines you just don't you don't work with him so right um, it was it was that really. It was just that strong discipline at first. But then, obviously, as I grew into my career, I realised what a brilliant, brilliant bit of coaching that is. Because it won me it must have won me hundreds of games and points in my career. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't show my opponents how I feel. I don't I don't lose my concentration by shouting and screaming at the referee. I just go and wipe my hand on the wall. And I, you know, I've got it wrong plenty of times. But most of the time, I managed to stick to his principles and. It's not; they're not just there for the sake of it. They've actually helped me in so many difficult situations. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I can't thank him enough for, for that strong discipline and um, it's just his way, and that's that's how it'll always be. Yeah. Um, and it's great. And that's great. That's that's where it came from. I
0: mean, not only you. I mean, there're quite a few of the game, the greats in the game. Uh, you've got a guy like Peter Nipple, for example. I mean, when when he and there there there's another example, right? Uh, yeah. I
1: mean, I didn't rocker. mention Peter. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mention Peter, but Peter's was it was a great um, a great inspiration to me. I loved. He was exactly the sort of person that I was talking about. He was calm, focused, kept strong inside. Didn't didn't overly give give too much away. And I, I modelled again. It was Malcolm's thing was the main influence. Um, but Peter, players like Peter, were a great help to me because I could see how that worked. Um, and he was a yeah. brilliant example of just supreme calmness composure and a, and a brilliant squash player and, and look at his achievements and he's a, he's a fantastic guy and a good, great person yeah so and yeah. yeah. so, um, that was it. he was a great mo- role model for me so yeah, yeah that those people help as well yeah. even though did, it came from Malcolm uh, now uh,
0: I was just going to ask you though did you ever did ever any occasion where uh, things may have gone off the rails uh, for you uh,
1: in, oh, with Malcolm every- and myself n- well uh in terms or, of
0: you know would lose not not necessarily with malcolm maybe he wasn't there but where you may have lost your temper
1: and maybe thought after uh ah, you know, oh be yeah. yeah 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 no definitely 100 i mean that's that's the one thing to impress on any any young people listening or, or anyone really you know this this behavior is just not it's not always sustainable and mm. i get it wrong i'm i'm human like anyone and as i've yeah. said those emotions are there you know i'm i'm the, the the sort of the, the the get Greg Gaultier rage is is in there, <laughs> you know, and sometimes yeah. it has to come out, and I think yeah. that that's where the book the book was an outlet for me, wasn't it? Because yeah, yeah, you know, I don't no, blame. It was, pal- it was palpable, players. definitely palpable. Yeah, and then, you, that's you the
0: beauty to, of your writing. That yeah. You you write well. So.
1: Well, thank you. But I mean, often I would I would release it say to the people close to me. I think, and again, I think Vanessa has been a big someone that you know she played the game so I've, I've lent on her in the past and you take it out after, after straight after the match and you, you go into a corner and you throw your stuff around and you scream and shout and I mean I've you know I've been in I've ended up walking off into fields and uh, after straight after squash matches and just letting it, these unbelievable rages out but I've done it away you know I've done it in private away and afterwards and just tried to contain myself in the public arena and Mm. Um, and just try and do it, but I have to have that release. I have to have that honesty with myself i can 't just keep it all in there because right. it is there and and yeah, and it comes out and you know Malcolm 's way is a brilliant way, but not every person is, is always going to be perfect either and we're all human beings we We, 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 we respond to conflict and, and unease, and we have to we have to get through the pressure times and sometimes we break a bit don't we um some, yeah, some quicker than others.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, not only is your you know your temperament uh, unique, uh, I think your your game and your craftsmanship is unique and, and brilliant on, on court as well. Um, now, you meant uh, not really. I guess you had didn't really mention it, but uh, you you talked a bit on squash skills about the the, the back court hold and how uh, mm-hmm. the hold and off the back uh, in the back corners and how maybe you fashioned yourself a little bit after uh, beach Lee Beechill and uh, JP, mm-hmm. but overall, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, I mean, you've got your own game and, it, and it's magnificent. Uh, who were the influences that you kind of, I mean, you, you mentioned Peter in terms of temperament, but mm-hmm. in terms of your mm-hmm. court craft uh, any influences over the years?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm totally happy to say that I have, I have shamelessly plagiarized um, you know, the great players. Um, I owe them I owe them a lot uh, and I think there's no harm in, you know, and I always say to people when I'm coaching or, you know, please, please watch the game and watch yeah. the best players play. You're going to learn so much by doing that and I did. I mean, I watched endlessly when I was younger but I think, um, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, obviously Lee. Lee was a huge influence because we were, we, we, we trained together, we were sort of friends and then we all sort of turned into rivals even though I was, the age was a bit different, um, but he, you know we lived. To, we, we, we toured the world together, um, so I, I couldn't help that his his game, you know, was a big influence on me. And mm. he was one of those purveyors of that hold and that that delay in the shot, which was very subtle with him. But I learnt a lot from that. And Jonathan obviously was a bit more obvious. Um, you know, everyone knew about what he could do on a squash court and deception wise, and he was I mean I, I remember just when I was very young um, you know just, I would literally just go to practice and just be obsessed and just copy him you know I would just forget what I was <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to copy Jonathan because that, what he was doing at the time was very unusual um, and just all this holding and deception it was fantastic and so exciting to watch yeah. so exciting Um, I remember very vividly that I would go go to a junior tournament and literally just try to play the shots he was playing. So I don't think that did me any harm because obviously I didn't copy him straight. You know, I I then developed from that, I developed my own game. And even latterly, you know, right into my professional career, I will copy things that players are doing. And I, you know, I make no, um, I don't keep it quiet that Rami and, I'm a Shabana. I mean, I, I I learn and I'm inspired by a lot of the players. And um, I love, I've loved Shabana's game and try and watch and look at the way he opens the court up and and works out areas and works out space and just his rally construction and the purity of what he does with his racket is incredible. Rami's Rami's probably quite hard to copy, but <laughs> we've all we've yeah. all tried. Yeah, yeah. Totally I can't proud. I can't hit a ball from yeah. no, from here. Forget no. it. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> no. I mean, I we've all yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he just confused everyone at the beginning because um, people just didn't know what how, how he was doing what he was doing. Um, but you take I take stuff. Latterly, I've loved watching Raneem mm. hit, the, hit the ball and yeah. I've learnt a lot from the purity of what she does. She, she reminds me of Shabana a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I've loved I've loved. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm just picking out a few there. But I really love watching the game and and, and trying to. To take things from players and just always look look at how different players play it's a lovely thing the sport is so artistic and yeah. so many players do it so so in so many different ways and that's really an exciting thing and you, you just have to keep taking from them and learning and and seeing what you can do and use from from what they're doing i think
0: yeah i remember back when i was younger uh, maybe just in my latter years of juniors and i started watching uh there's a it wasn't accessible back then videos as much no. but, uh, we had uh, I, I watched a couple of chris robertson's matches
1: chris and,
0: yeah yeah oh man i mean he 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 could he moved the ball around the court he attacked really well and just just the yeah. way he played the game and i started copying him a little bit and it really helped uh, my game I, yeah. I started seeing the results uh quickly yeah. so I, yeah i couldn't I, agree watched, more
1: yeah i watched him a lot um um watched him a lot and uh, we're playing janshire in the british open final and uh, three love and uh, you, you know he was just um and then he obviously became england national coach so i've worked a lot with chris and okay yeah uh, he's been a, a he's been a, a definite influence in what i've done um <clears throat> and real 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 studier of the game really really studies the game and yeah Try oh, he's done wonders he's there a, with the Hong Kong team. He's, yeah, he's yeah. he's he's a superb coach. Yeah, yeah. Superb, superb coach and a good very, very good person as well. Yeah. So um, now, some. I mean, you're a big
0: fellow. We mentioned this earlier. Six foot three. I'm six two. And we we talked briefly about it. Um, uh, when you're when I think I think you're almost unbeatable a lot of the time. When you're when you're moving well and you can see it right almost right from the beginning of the match. That, that you're moving well and when you're moving well uh, you're going to be difficult for anybody even uh, today anyone to beat so how can you well, what's the key for you uh, I don't know if you agree with me or not but it, it, with that assessment but uh, what's the key for you in terms of showing up and being able to sort of get around the court that way so that you can perform uh, the way you can to, to win those big matches because you've obviously, you, you showed it last year uh, mm. you can win those big matches and it seemed in those matches you were moving freely and,
1: and well Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's hard to probably put a finger on it but I um, often feel like there are two things that make me move well and one is that if, I'm, if my body is, is, is in good order strength wise if, if the muscles and if I'm training well in terms of strength work Um, and gym work um you know so um you know the body's strong i'm doing good you know good good lunge work good good squat work um not just playing all the time and not just fitness and all this sort of business it's it's really solid good work circuit work train. you know both sides of the body and looking after the body when that's in order um it's, it's nothing to do with the movement patterns that I train or anything like that. It's to do with my body being yeah. strong. And yeah. if it's strong, the movements I hold. I can hold the movements. I'm eating more economically in and out the corners. I'm just stronger. So that's, that's where one thing. The other thing, which is strange, is um, it comes from this, this, how well I'm playing the game. If I'm playing squash well, the, the times when people always say I'm playing well and not when I'm my fittest... There are the times when I'm actually playing and hitting the ball well. Mm. Um, so you know when I played Muhammad. What in does Georgia, that mean,
0: though? I mean, when I w- when I watch you, you you always seem. I mean, you have the nickname for a reason, right? Mm. Uh, you always seem to be hit hitting the ball well. So what what do, just kind of yeah. elaborate on that?
1: Well, that's fine. I mean, a lot of people might think that I'm always seeing the ball well, but at that level, I'm not. You know, I'm not. People, Those players can take me off an inch or two off the wall. The ones who put, you know, if I'm playing the top 10, I'm going to be more ragged and I'm going to be looser. And it might be margins for, for the amateur player to think about because that's why we're the top players in the world. But there are margins. And if I'm not on it, then you know if I'm an inch or two off then that you know people like mohammed are going to see that but the best example i can give is is that mohammed match when i played mohammed that a lot of people sort of remember and talk to me about when in when i beat him in the world championships in the 15 i think it was yeah. so that at that point i wasn't hadn't done a massive amount of movement training i wasn't that, i wasn't certainly wasn't my fittest Uh, I'd been doing a few other things in my life at the time. I'd just been a year back from injury, so there was no way this was the fittest I'd been in my career. But I'd had a good few weeks coming in. I was not i was in decent shape, but for whatever reason, all the practice I've done over the years just came together, and I just was hitting everything. I'm literally on a sixpence. I mean, everything was going where I wanted it to go. Mm. And therefore, if I'm putting the ball in the right places you know the movement then is not i'm not needing the movement as much i'm not relying on it so because i'm just putting everything in the right place and it's, you know it's a hard thing i can't get it right every time of course and that's why I'm, otherwise i'd just be able to be world number 1 again but it, just when it when it lands like that and i am hitting the ball there was no there was no way that i was the best athletic specimen in in my career at that point but it was one of the best results of my career because um, just because purely I, I was in decent physical shape but it was the way I was hitting the ball was just making me do less work therefore I was getting less tired less ragged yeah. I was in control of the game now that might have also been that he wasn't quite as good that day or that there's loads of right, right. Um, you know myriad of reasons why that could have happened but that was what happened that day and it wasn't about me being super fit or it was just about me being brilliantly yeah, accurate on that day so you know I think those are the two things it's not a lot of people ask me about movement and I haven't, I just think as a coach, I would never prescribe. That's set the, that's the lazy
0: or, observation, maybe. To,
1: sorry. Uh,
0: kind of a lazy observation on, on our part. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of easy to say, Oh yeah, may, maybe it's movement. But if you, if you kind of look a little more carefully and and uh, assess maybe a little more carefully, you can yeah. identify what, what's really uh, going on. Exactly. Yeah. There was
1: nothing because there was nothing special. I wasn't. I wasn't doing a new movement pattern, or I hadn't been doing any movement training. It was just I was doing a lot of the usual work, and um, you know, it's just I just think people want a lot of answers about move, squash movement, and I, there's mm-hmm. def- there can't be any prescribed way of moving because every player moves differently. Every person is built differently. There's no way that I can move the same way as Sorab Gosal you know and he's been working yeah. with me in pontifract with my dad for years so yeah. if my dad started to say this is the way everyone moves there's just no way sorry I'm are going to move that way so it has to be very individual to the player um yeah. you know and you know how, how long their legs are you know how tall or short they are so it's for me movement is a is not it's not a sort of oh how do you move it's it's how strong am i and how well am i hitting the ball am i, am I in good shape physically am i strong am i getting into corners am i holding my strength in the corners and pushing out of them well. Those are the things that are important when it comes yeah. to movement for me.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, now you're the reigning uh, British national champion, uh, James. Congrats on that win last year. That that was great. A really, uh, really excellent result. Uh, win over Joel Macon in the final there. Uh, just wanted, though, if you don't mind, to take us back to the first one. Because that's probably the one that... Uh, Maybe most meaningful to you. I, I don't know. But the last one was also quite a, quite a good win. But win the the first Nationally.
1: national championships.
0: Yes, yes. Right.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I actually, I think I remember, I don't really remember them that well. I I remember <laughs> playing John White in, I think, the second yeah. one, was it? Yeah, John um, White
0: number two, I think, yeah.
1: The first one I mean? actually Go done. On. Yeah, the first one, I actually don't remember who I played in the final, even. Um, But um, to win the national championships is a big deal. I think to win it again against someone like Joel was probably the most special because at that point when I won the first two, I I was right in there in my prime and probably sort of half expected really to be winning those. But certainly to win this one, however many years later um was uh really and against the player of that caliber and class and physicality was a tremendous yeah. um tremendous feeling i was couldn't believe well i couldn't really believe it, i suppose to be honest Well, you the must have been quite
0: week. strong there uh during that period i mean you, your body you must have felt good because the yeah did well. against
1: did him well. yeah, yeah i mean amazing really it held up so well and i've got my physio to thank for that and all the work she does with me um Alison Rose is just an unbelievable uh, person for my career, and um, she's done so much work her and her team for me. And um, I just that that work is crucial, and it gets me still is able to get me through. You know, at 36 years old, a a tournament like that to play a world class player in the final and, and win a title, so. Yeah, they're, they're prestigious titles to win. I was very pleased to do that. because It's just great to still have it, to, to still know you can do it, I suppose.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Does that give you uh, a view to, uh, to a few more
1: of those down the road? <laughs> I just think it's hard to know, right, isn't it, right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> but then, I don't know, two, two years ago, I'd have probably said, well, two, two more British titles would be hard work. But, you know, there it is. Yeah. I've done it. Well, so you, you who chose. knows? Who knows? Just keep going. Benjamin Button. What is it? Isn't exactly. That yeah. Aging in
0: reverse. I, I yeah. I just yeah. wish my hair would grow back.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 No, don't worry. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's it.
0: no, all right, though. It's, it's, all, it's all
1: mental, isn't it? Get on with exactly. it. <laughs> I don't care.
0: I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to shave my head, you know. That's kind of giving up, in, in my view. But, but uh, yeah. yeah, you've been great with your time, James. I just wanted to, uh, you know, in preparation for it, it was easy to prepare because I'm a big fan of yours. So I didn't even really do any much research, but the little research I did do was <coughs> uh, was quite entertaining. Um, I, I watched your cooking with the, uh, with Will or yeah. cooking with James yesterday. Yeah. And uh, obviously it's well known that you're a vegetarian and uh, you were giving the, uh, I think giving a few people some, uh, uh, some slack for, for giving the vegetarian uh, athletes a hard time. But uh, first of all, uh, I thought, I mean, man, I've got some work to do. I'm here with my daughter. Um, my wife's away right now, so uh, I'm doing all the cooking. And uh, man, you, you made it look like you, you, you're a pro. You're have a pro. You, in you, there. I mean, have you
1: had the pie, yet? and this is a quality. It looks pie, good. It looks good. Even, do you eat pies over there or not?
0: Uh, pies are a big thing over here yeah they, they tend right. to eat the the meat variety but i might try the uh the the lentil uh, what was it a lentil pie or um yeah no
1: well it? it was chickpea, chickpea and that's right the chickpea and, pie. um yeah. yeah also well any vegetable you want really i mean put anything in there you know but to have the
0: skill to make the crust i mean uh, i mean that
1: oh no 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 that was um i have to confess that was i think that was shop bought but i, I was it have, okay um, okay have you I, involved I, I since then? Yeah, I think it was shop bought. Okay. But yeah. No, I'm never going to live that down. That video. It's uh, oh, it's, awesome. it's, made, it's made, awesome. Made me a laughing stock <laughs> with my hat on. But yeah, no, no I, way, I, liked, yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I think you know people do ask a lot about diet. I mean, it, mm. when we do question answers, people people often ask about it. It's a big question we get. So it's, it was a good idea of PSA to do that. And um, it's it's good to show different sides, is it? And obviously. Okay that sort of thing with me being a, a vegan and um, you know uh, is, is people people are do react to it and can't can't handle a lot of people can't handle it and don't want to believe it and some people are interested in it and want to know more and I think things have happened in that respect in terms of there are a lot of programs out there that are encouraging it and the whole environmental factor is becoming big now and the vegan lifestyle is a huge aid on that. Uh, side of things so i think people have grown in interest and and so therefore I've, I've been asked about it and that's that's nice it's good that people are, are asking and that yeah that's um it's i think a lot of athletes are really passionate about food so it's, oh, it, yeah. it wasn't difficult for me to do that i enjoyed i enjoyed it um I enjoyed doing that Um
0: well look it, you know, it certainly looked like it looked like a lot of fun and uh the next. guy the 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 rep from the psa who who was there uh what yeah, Nathan. Name? Yeah, Net- Nathan. Nathan right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. he seemed to uh, to enjoy the pie.
1: It appeared. Yeah, he he loved it. He absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah, he was just in raptures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, I, I've got some chicken soup on on tonight for my daughter. Oh. Yeah, and I've kind of uh, I've evolved my I've stepped my game up a bit, but I've got a real quite a long way to go to meet your uh, your standards because you you well, you yeah. seem to know. What you're, Give what you're the pie a
1: try, honestly. The pie is great and it's okay. really rich. And, and it's, I mean, it's not particularly, I think healthy, I'll go with it's, the
0: and also as a snack uh, to bring to work the chickpea, yeah, pop, chickpea yeah. poppers. Is that what that, that
1: little, yeah, like little crunchy, uh, you yeah. know, snacks, good, healthy yeah. snacks better than Oreo Everyone, cookies. Well, yeah. the reason I did that was that because everyone's always saying, Where where do you get your protein? You know, that's the big question, yeah. Um, which is, you know, I, I it's just not really an issue, it's not a problem, no. but people are quite obsessed with protein, so. I thought I'd, I'd sneak that in just to um, give them, give people an idea of that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That that was great. Uh, you did a great <laughs> job with that. And uh, James, it's, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure uh, speaking with you. Great meeting you today.
1: Yeah. Uh, and oh, before, I did want to. I did want
0: to ask you one more thing yeah. before you go. Uh, you know, as you know, uh, last week uh, Raneem El uh, retired mm. from the game. Yeah. And uh, you know, as you mentioned earlier, she's one of the players that we'd love to watch play. She's just such a. She's a cl- yeah. She's all class on the court in terms of her game and her temperament. Uh, just a few, maybe a parting uh, word for Raneem uh, from you and you know, yeah, what, what she's meant to the game
1: yeah i mean it's uh you know it's it's uh, i was sad when i heard it but that's you know it's obviously a choice and oh you know such a great it just you know when people make squash look like an art form i just i just love that and i love it well any sport really i think sport isn't always associated with an artistic element i love it when people make it look great or they have this ability to make you 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 lose your breath because it's so great to watch and uh, she was one of those players it just looks so easy for her and it's just such a beautiful style and you know knowing her as well um just a class act purely pure class act lovely person great ambassador it's going to be a loss to the game really is Absolutely. but um you know just a lovely just a great lovely nice person great ambassador and just a tremendously classy squash player so Absolutely. yeah I was, I was sad like everyone yeah
0: Well, uh, well, James, we hope to see you though back on the court soon. And uh, again, thanks for all those fantastic years of squash. And I hope this, hope you have a few more uh, left in you. You definitely uh, have another uh, British, uh, British national title in your future, I think, based on last year's performance.
1: That's so kind, Jerry. You've been, you've been, you've asked some very nice, very good questions and I appreciated those. And um, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And I wish you luck with the podcast.
0: Well, I'm still fired up after listening to that. Thanks so much to, to James for, for his time. It was really, uh, really a pleasure and honor uh, to speak to him on the podcast. And I want to wish him all the best, him and uh, Vanessa, his family, uh, during this tough time. And hopefully we get to see uh, James back on court, who's playing some really good squash uh, there at the end of last year, obviously winning the, the British uh, National Championship again. And he also had some good results uh, on the PSA uh, tour. So let's... Uh, With any luck, we'll get to see him grace the court again, and there's nothing quite like uh, watching James playing at his best. Now, for everyone out there, I hope you're playing at your best. I hope your club's... uh if not open now uh, opening soon uh, like I said earlier I played uh, yesterday Has had some great sessions a uh, uh, great sparring session with one of the guys here at my club yesterday and it was fantastic um, now I just want to say before I sign off I just want to thank everyone for listening please uh, if you don't mind sharing uh, these podcasts with your uh, with the people at your club or your squash community on your social media I uh, get a lot of that so I really appreciate everyone who who does share and does like the podcast, send some comments out there, review it on the podcast app that you can. Also, there's a on the SoundCloud, if you'd like to donate to the podcast, I do it for free, so if you want to put a little uh, drop in the hat, as they say, uh, you can do that on the SoundCloud PayPal uh, link. And also, stay tuned, we've got some excellent uh, episodes upcoming uh, over the next uh, week or so. We've got Alex Williams from the ShowCourt website, where she, uh, she produces uh, fresh squash Every other week, and we're going to be talking to her. She actually uh, had a piece up there on uh, on this podcast recently, so if you uh, want to check that out, you can on her website. It's called the the Show Court, and she's going to come on and talk about her squash story here in the next uh, week or so. So, actually, we've already had the uh, the uh, discussion, and the podcast is ready to roll. We're just going to wait a few days to. Before it goes live, so I know you'll enjoy that, and some others uh, coming up soon uh, as well. So, everyone, uh, take care. Thanks for thanks a lot for listening. Enjoy your squash and uh, keep up the good fight. Goodbye now.